A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Parents out to lunch? No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, the same parents out to lunch? No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, the same parents out to lunch? No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, the same parents out to lunch? No. This is parenting with the punch. Yeah, yeah, oh, 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 oh. Hello and welcome to Parenting with a Punch show. I am your host, Amanda Hool, founder of Parenting with a Punch. I am so excited to be back to regular scheduled program. A few couple weeks where it was just kind of craziness over here behind the scenes. So I'm really excited to introduce my special guest today, Luciana Naldi, uh, that is out over on the West Coast. And we have some awesome uh, first time uh offers for our uh, viewers as well. So let's please give a warm welcome to Luciana. Hello. Hey. Yes, West Coast. Where it is rainy in the house. <laughs> I know it's been sunny in 80 forever and today it rained and I was like, oh, but it'll go back. Yes. <laughs> well, I, ha I have to give a huge shout out too. So today is Boston Marathon. It's rainy here as well. And uh, our... The winner is actually uh, from Boston. So that is uh, huge, huge for us. So the, the first woman since like 1985. So that is uh, awesome. I'm proud to be on here today and represent women empowerment and have you on the show. So let's tell all of our viewers uh, first and foremost about 
you and your business and let's just give it to us. <laughs> okay, absolutely. Well, I was a teacher for about 10 years. I was a high school teacher and athletics coach, which I loved. And then I got married and bam, bam, we had two sets of twins. And so that really <laughs> shifted our priorities. I quit my career to stay home and raise the herd. And through that experience, a lot of things changed just within myself and within my goals and the things that I wanted. And, and so as a result of that, I changed how I take care of myself. I changed, which, you know, as a mom, that has to happen. There has to be a shift. Yes. Through the course of doing that, I realized that I could combine my education, which was in nutrition and weightlifting in the physical health and wellness area. That's what I taught as a high school teacher um, with this experience of, that I had being a mom. And I combined those two things and I started coaching people and helping people take care of themselves. And it started with just mothers and it started really with twin moms because I was one. And then it kind of expanded as I, as I just enjoyed working with a larger variety of people. I love working with kids. I love working with adults. It just really expanded. And so I basically teach people how to implement habits in their life that support their physical and mental health. And it's, it's different for everybody, but that is the, the core of what it is. So I yeah. agree. We brought you on the show today to talk just about that mindset and parenting specifically, because, you know, in general, having a positive and growth mindset, right, is imperative to make any sort of progress and to stay to stay sane. And then you bring children into the mix and it's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, as a coach, when I was coaching sports, we we taught pieces of this because when you coach sports, when you're like in the third or the fourth quarter of a basketball game, you don't look at what you did in the first quarter and be like, wow, I really sucked at that time. You take the information, you know, and you say, how can I apply this information to make different choices for the next quarter? And, you know, to move forward towards the goal of winning the game and really parenting and raising your children is the same, but somehow we don't always approach it that way. We feel like we have to have all the answers and we have to know what to do the first time all the time. And that's not realistic. So, right. um, with our kids, especially because my husband's also a teacher, yeah, we really focus on um, less blaming, less like you did that wrong. Why'd you do that? And more of well, what did you learn from that experience and what will you do differently next time? And we try to frame questions to help them think about what action they could take differently. And that has been really helpful, like asking those questions so that they think. So it's not me telling them this is the behavior you have to do, but having them generate the behavior themselves is really what we've found to be successful so far. <laughs> so well, I love that. And it's so true because, and I don't know if it's the teacher on us or, you know, but I hear it from, from parents of some of the clients that I work with and they'll, you know, Oh, well, you know, just like to ask the right questions. And it's just, you know, part of like, just, you're not focusing on like what they did wrong. Right. Because I mean, Nobody, regardless of their age, child or not, wants to hear about what they did wrong. They want to know how they can do better next time. Right. And I think, uh, <laughs> absolutely, because I think of how an adult is like, anytime an adult points out something another adult does wrong, like, it's not like, well, thanks, Captain Obvious, for telling me that. It feels great. And I'm definitely going to change my behavior. So why would we think it would be different with kids? <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yes. besides framing questions and just helping them turn their focus towards 
what they could do differently and generating the behavior themselves. Because I feel like you have to create autonomy and empowerment in kids from an early age. So they practice it. So they know what it feels like. Um, We model it as much as we can. I mean, I had a really good opportunity to model growth mindset when I lost my hair. I mean, I had no choices. Like, uh, boom, all of a sudden I'm a bald woman. (laughs) You know, like I, I really took that opportunity as a teaching moment for me because I thought my kids are going to watch how I deal with this and it could shape how they deal with future challenges with, you know, things that are unexpected. So I, I feel like I was given that gift just, you know, for myself, but also to teach my children. So we, we model and we talk about it as much as possible. Two biggest. That's so beautiful. Now, when did you, when did you start going through this process and can you, and what is it? It's called L I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly. So I'm not even going to try and say it. It's It's totally okay. Um, It's called alopecia and it's just basically unexplainable hair loss. Like hair just didn't shift. You're like, okay, dude, see you later. (laughs) Off the head. And so for me, it was about two years ago and it started going away and it happens differently for everybody. I mean, I lost the hair on my head, but some people lose eyebrows, everything complete, just boom like that. And so sometimes you have time to adjust and, you know, I, I chose to deal with it in a much different way than most people. Most people are like, I'm going to get it to grow back. I'm going to, you know, get shots in my head and put creams and do all these things. And I felt for myself, there was something deeper that needed to come out of this other than just trying to get my hair to grow back. And, um, and fortunately there was, I mean, I, I really changed my perceptions of beauty and what being a woman is supposed to look like and just dealing with unexpected things. Like I said, it was the prime opportunity to practice and model growth mindset in real life, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I can only imagine going through that experience, but how I'd love to hear, especially for those, especially moms out there that are like, struggling with just like day to day, right? The chaos. Cause we all know that, that all parents have the chaos. It's, it's, it's just part of parenting. It's hard to get, get away from it. But I know that that mindset, because I teach it and I see it, that mindset plays such a huge role. So like for you, that must've made you feel like so much better, right? Did it, it made you feel, I'm, I'm assuming like more calm, more like better able to model during maybe moments of like, extra added stress the what this experience or just growth mindset in general like having like the mindset I mean I I don't I'm sure you've always been a super positive person but obviously this probably kicked it into a full (laughs) break yes you know for me because we have two sets of twins and because they are close in age I feel like I, I really had to learn how to adapt my, my own mindset to deal with the intensity of being needed so, so intensely. Like that's the word I could think of. But um, for me, it was number one, there's, there's like what you can do in the moment. And then there's like prevention and proactivity. So those are two different things in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like what you do in the moment is not going to be the same thing that you do proactively to prevent something. And this is what I learned when the babies were really small was if I took steps to deal with the, like the prevention part, I didn't have to get to the in the moment part as much as I could. So prevention for us was like, 
understanding when it was okay to leave the house, understanding what they needed to have in order to be successful when they're outside the house. Like, were they fed? Were they tired? Were they cranky? Were you leaving at nap time? You know, like understanding the things my children needed when we were going to be away from the house for long periods of times, those kinds of things, the planning mode, the looking ahead mode is something that was really helpful for me because if I took care of that part, then I didn't have to deal with the in the moment chaos as much. Mm. Um, in the moment, because yeah, that absolutely happened. I mean, we had meltdowns, we had things in grocery stores, you know. I try to remember that. <laughs> I try to remember that what they're seeking for me first is connection. Like, it's not about what other people are looking at and thinking about how I'm parenting, because I really don't care. I care in the moment most about what does my child need? How can I connect to them to get them to hear me in this moment? Because if they're not connected to you, then it doesn't matter what I'm saying. They're not going to, they're not going to be receptive to it. You know, nobody is receptive to things we try to teach them if you're not connected to them. And so I think my years of teaching taught me that. Like I always, when I first started, I had a lot of good information. I was like, I'm just going to give them all this information, but I didn't know them. I didn't know them as people. Like I wasn't invested. They weren't invested in me until they knew that I cared and I connected with them on a different multiple levels, depending on the person. Right. Then they were receptive, you know, then I had a teaching moment. I had a teaching opportunity. And I think the same is possible with your children. You have to think, what's it about in this moment? What do I need them to learn or understand? What is the point of this? Is it about me being right? Is it about, you know, me worrying about what other people are looking at me and thinking when I'm, my kids having a meltdown and they're, you know, it can't be about that. It has to be about what does my kid need right now? How can I connect to them and get them calm enough to be receptive to me so that I can make this a teaching moment, you know? And I had, those things were imperative for me personally, just dealing with two at a time. Cause we had four-year-olds and two-year-olds and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna, right. I'm not gonna stay in the house all this time. So, you know, we went to the grocery store and we went to the shoe store and we, we did stuff, the five of us, because, I wanted to be able to handle it. And I knew that the only way I could do that is if I practiced without caring about what everyone thought about that, you know? I love that because I, I mean, I work with a lot of families on those specific like community stuff because they're so scared to go into the community and do these things with their kids. And it's just like so hard. So back to, I just want to make sure that I'm coming in clear. Okay, good. <laughs> um, the communication effectively, which many of my viewers, and if you haven't tuned in um, before to my show, is, you know, the communicating effectively piece is huge with both your children and your partner. So as when it comes to communicating effectively and like getting your point across, have you seen the, the vast difference when you, yeah, when, you know, having to yell or just like communicate with more intention and having that connection? Oh my gosh. Yes. My husband, my husband is a was a football coach for many years and I was a basketball coach. So yelling was something that because we came from sports backgrounds, I feel like was part of who we were. Mm. Um, when we became parents, it was a very natural extension to be like, ah! <laughs> and then because I spend the time with my children at home though, and my husband went away to work Mm -hmm. I came to know the nuances of their reactions to those moments differently yes. than he did. And I realized, 
like one of my daughters would go like into fight or flight because she was so like freaked out and scared. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the worst thing you want to do is have your child like feel they need to run away from you. In my own opinion, in my own opinion and experience. I don't want them to feel that way. Yeah, I, I don't want them to feel like they need to get away from us or hide from us. I want them to feel as if mom's trying to understand and, and communicate and help them in that moment so they can make a different choice so they can get the skills they need. Because I think that when they make decisions, sometimes they're showing me the skills they don't have. You know, if they had the skill to deal with it effectively, then they'd be dealing with it differently. <laughs> so either I haven't provided that, I haven't modeled it, I haven't practiced it or given them the opportunity. So yes, I right. huge difference from the moments that we yelled to the moments where I took a step back and said, okay, I have to calm down and you have to calm down and then we can come together and talk about this and deal with it. Does it take more effort? Hell yes, it takes more effort, but <laughs> is it worth it for us? Yes, absolutely. Because I, I want my kids to have layers of skills in dealing with the world and understanding themselves. I want them to be able to communicate in various ways and levels with different kinds of people. I mean, it's not just about, I'm the parent, you listen to me, and that's the end of it. I, I personally don't believe that. And my husband and I have shifted how we've parented in a lot of ways, you know, seeing how our kids react um, based on what's valuable and our priorities are, our values and what we believe and how we want to show them to our kids. Because, you know, you can say all the things you want to your kids. But if you don't model it and they don't see it in action, then they're just words, you know, like you can't do something different than what you're telling them to do. So, yes, we, we, we. <laughs> good for you. No, but seriously, because I, I know it takes a lot of work. And, you know, back to the whole growth mindset piece, when you are in it and you're practicing more of the growth mindset and you're you know, experiencing more positive interactions as opposed to, you know, that feeling of your children being scared of you or, you know, not wanting to come to you, right, when they have a problem, especially as they get older. Yeah. I, I think it's just so pertinent for their development because they're learning. They don't know any better, too, especially from a young age. Yes, and the big thing for me is what you just said, like, are they going to come to us? If, you know, we always tell them you can always come to us, but then when they come to us, if we yell or if we're like, we don't react in a way that encourages and makes them feel supported and safe, then of course they're not going to come to us. <laughs> so I have that always in the back of my mind because yeah, I, I do want my kid to always come to me, even if I don't know, know the right answer, because, right. you know, I don't think it's not always about us providing answers. It's about helping them find the answer or decide how to choose themselves um, I still want them to come. I still want to be the person they bounce those ideas off of and share that stuff with, you know? So yeah, I, I think it does make a difference. I think the things we do now and how we model it and how we speak to our children, not just what we say, but how we say it is absolutely important, you know, for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause I, you know, kids, they can come to you, but you want them to feel comfortable. So they're not holding it in, you know, and they're, and they're not like, you just never know, especially because in school these days, ugh, kids are just brutal. It, it breaks my heart to see <laughs> some of the things that, that come out of kids' mouths. And if, if they can't come to their parents and say, you know, 
this person said this to me today, or, you know, I felt frustrated, you know, they're, you're their first people. Yeah. That's what I think too. I told my husband that too. I'm like, we're their people. Like we, we, you and I, we're, we're it. We have to make decisions so that they know that all the time, not just when they're being a good student or a good brother or a good sister. I said, I don't want to just be loved when I'm being like the person everyone thinks I have to be all the time. I want to be loved in the darkest moments when I'm like not the nicest person. So we have to do that to our kids too. And he, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay, Luciana. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's really good. I mean, in his job, he works with high school kids who have no, so he literally parents kids all day long. And, and so when he comes home, I totally get sometimes that emotionally he's tapped, like that's it, you know, but it's, it's still absolutely one of our most important things is instilling this mindset and modeling it and practicing it and, continuing to show them yeah you know we're your people and we're going to be your people there's nothing you can do to get rid of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not going anywhere <laughs> um so what would you what would you say your the number one tip to give parents for learning how to adopt that healthy like growth mindset um you know, in the midst of the chaos, like if to, to try to, to try and like transition over, because I know, and I get it, there, there's just a lot of just individuals out there that sort of um, focus too much on like what is going wrong as opposed to like what they can do to make it better. Which yeah. And, is- and it's hard. I think that parenting, you get sometimes sucked into the day to day into the, like the minutia of it. And it takes maybe taking like a bird's eye view instead of a in the, in the moment, like I'm digging here in the dirt, in the forest view, you got to get high enough to see the forest and not be stuck by the trees. Sometimes, um, I would think my tip would be to try to shift your mindset, to look at it. Like everything is a skill in your entire life. Everything you want to be good at or do more of is a skill. It's not about willpower, like pushing through. It's about identifying the skills that are most in line with the kind of parent that you want to be. What what do you value as a parent? What do you want to be? Is it patient? Is it understanding? Is it empathetic? Because those are all skills. You can practice doing those things and then intentionally choosing times when you're parenting because you get lots of chances during the day (laughs) to parent. You do, like all day long, you get chances and interactions with your kids. So if like being patient is something that you want to be better at, How and when are you going to practice being more patient with your kids? Look at the situations where you're struggling to be patient and say, okay, what, how can I practice this? How can I, what steps do I need to put in place to do this more frequently? Because it's really about intentional practice and intentional action taking to develop those skills. And don't think it's going to happen with like one time and you're like, boom, I'm healed. (laughs) It takes a lot of grit and a lot of consistency and carry through. Yes. And just when you master that one skill or you feel like you got a handle on it, some other one will have to come up that you'll have to work on. But none none of it means you suck as a human. It just means that you're learning and navigating and sifting and sorting through what is important to you and what your priorities are and how to balance them best with what you have in front of you. You know, like, learning to look at how can I do the best based on what's in front of me and the situation I'm in right now, what would 
the best, my best look like? Not my perfect because it doesn't exist, but what would doing my best look like here? And then doing the best can and being okay with that. You know, I feel like we just, we have a tendency to harp on ourselves for what didn't work out when that's not productive because now you're missing out on changing what you could do or you're missing out on looking forward to be like, what could I do differently next time? Who do I want to be in that situation or how do I want to react differently than what I did before? You know, and just being nice to yourself, you know, because parenting is evolving for everybody, everybody. Thank you. You There's not like a master parenting certificate that you get. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is so very true. (laughs) Right? I mean, I don't even want one. It doesn't mean it. (laughs) I want my kids to be able to communicate and come to me and always, we're always their people. That to me is how I know I gave it all I got. And I'm now putting people into the world who are independent and empowered and empathetic and just looking out for the, for the best of themselves and how to share that with everybody else, you know? Amen, sister. Amen, because it is, <laughs> it's so important. And I, I really, I, I know that, you know, so many, so many mamas and maybe even some dads that tune in here and, and listen to this show, you know, they're gonna, take one nugget and they're going to be like, wow, you know, it, it, something is going to click. And that, that is why I come on and I, and I do these shows and I have amazing guests like yourself on my show. Um, and I think now is the time to, so this is the first time that I am offering uh, a special, uh, I guess, I don't even prize, if you will, um, for our viewers. Um, so it's going to something from both myself and from you. So thank you for being involved in my first ever uh, giveaway. I'm like super, super excited for. I'm excited for what you're giving away. It is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start um, with giving the rules of the giveaway. So for Luciana, uh, well, just in general, sorry, excuse me. Let me backtrack. So for anyone that wants to participate in the giveaway, uh, whether or not they have uh, catch the replay, uh, either live or the audio, um, stay tuned because I will come up with uh, a expiration date, I guess, if you will, so we can get some some, uh, winners in there uh, and pick. And um, you can share... um, what you will be giving away. And then, Oh, I almost forgot the most important piece. Hello. Um, is to, in order for us to be able to track who is, who has uh, watched the show is the one requirement is going to be to share, uh, our video or share with somebody that has, um, downloaded the podcast, um, via audio. So that is going to be how, and if you do share it via audio, you're going to have to make sure our, our emails will be in there um, you can send so we know who uh, is entered into the giveaway. So I'm excited. Let's tell our our viewers what your um, giveaway is, please, Luciana. Mine is um, $100 off either a intensive, which is where we sit together for three hours and make either a self-care plan with the skills, three to four skills that you can practice and how to implement them. Um, or a hundred dollars off, off working in a one-on-one situation. 
which they're both listed on my website, I believe, or I'm sorry, on my Facebook page, which is my name and then doing business as 17 trees. So more in-depth information can be found there, or I'm happy to just talk with people about like, you can email me and I will give you more details about it, but it's a hundred, basically a hundred bucks off working with me in one capacity or the other. So So I'm just going, I'm showing, um, like if it would come up your website, where are we? No, it's just showing website. <laughs> we'll, we'll try that again. I will add it again. Um, awesome. That is an amazing offer for anybody that is interested. You guys have got to tune in to the podcast here. And I am just typing out your website right now. Okay. The delay. My name, yeah, it's just my full name. <laughs> I got, it. I got it this time. There we go. Yes. So Um uh, to learn more about those specific programs if you are interested uh, in joining our giveaway. And uh, my giveaway is going to be: I am officially launching my first ever book. Super exciting. Uh, I will be giving away uh, one copy. I plan to have the book um, launched hopefully by the end of the summer. So I know it's a few months away, but uh, get excited because this is definitely going to be uh, a book book that's going to go down in history, y'all. <laughs> I, I'm excited to uh, to share that with, with one lucky winner. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. And you're welcome. Thanks for, for having me. Just having a conversation about stuff. I feel like talking about it. When you talk about the same things over and over, sometimes I wonder if people listen. But I think they hear different things every time they listen. So if we keep saying, "Hey, you can do this. You can focus on this in a positive way," then it's going to hit for somebody, and that's what it's about. You know, it's so it, it's so true because. Any, we, we all go through our personal struggles, you know, regardless, there, there's different levels, of course, you know, but it doesn't make it any less, you know, traumatic or stressful for whatever it is, the situation that, you know, anyone could be dealing with. But when you spin it and you, and you really focus on what you can do to, to do better, get out of it and like try and find the positive, there's always a silver lining. Yeah. Like, it just, it can change your life. I mean, I know I've been there. I, I'm sure, you know, you've been there. We've all been there. So to be able to take that experience and empower others and give them that, that, you know, positivity is just, it's so huge. Yeah. I think it's just a, you know, again, being the example, whatever, yeah. when your words don't teach your example always does. So Absolutely. You know, you do, you do the best to teach with your words when you can, right. but if that doesn't reach people, then how you live your life and the actions you take absolutely will. So I think you just keep doing that and doing the best you can and sharing. Yeah. I agree. 150%. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. And I'm excited to see what the world has in store for you and to collaborate even further in, in the near future. And Ooh, absolutely. Yes. And can't wait to see this book that's coming out. That's pretty good. That's exciting. Excited. It's like having a baby. It's like, there's another baby. No, I'm not sure if I can handle having any more babies, but 
<laughs> but uh, it's definitely, you know, birthing something, you know, regardless if it's an actual human, um, it, it's, it's a lot of work, as you know. So it's, it's very exciting and, and nerve wracking and all of those things intertwined into one. But yes, I'm very excited. Yes. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks again. Mwah. Thank you. Made it. So thank you so much for tuning in to Parenting with a Punch show. I am your host, Amanda Hool. Parentingwithapunch.com to learn all the ways that you can work with me and check out some of the amazing... Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No. This is parenting with a punch. Yeah.